This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hello, everyone. It's Joe. And it's Nat. And welcome back to another episode of Getting Better with Age. I got to be honest with you. Normally, we come to every podcast with an agenda, with a specific topic that we want to I'm address prepared. and talk about. <laughs> and today, as I was getting ready, we were, we were throwing around a couple of things over the last few days, which has been crazy because of the holiday. We're actually recording this on Thanksgiving morning before we go off to our, our traditional Italian feast. But before we get into that, I was in the shower this morning. I'm like, you know what? Just go with it. Like, just follow your heart. And... That's so difficult when you're doing something like this because you want to create value. You want to do something that is like, we really want to, if you're listening to this, we really want to give you some gold nuggets that you can take into your world. But I think the message that's kind of coming through is just, just be you. Like in this world, we have this illusion of perfectionism Mm -hmm. where we think we have to be a certain way or say a certain thing or create the perfect podcast And I think, and you know, we'll talk about this. Like I have a philosophy that says when you're in your head, you're dead. When you're in your heart, you're smart. Right. And what I've learned in my journey is when I try and say the right thing or do the right thing or create the perfect podcast, not only does it usually suck, (laughs) but it's so much more difficult in the creation process. But when I just like open up to my heart and just be my true self and share what I know to be true from my heart, or speak for my heart, things tend to just flow out naturally. So I want to get your thoughts now that we kind of have a direction for this. <laughs> Is that a direction? No, <laughs> just joking. Um, yeah, I think it's so important to just be you. As a matter of fact, I just bought a sweatshirt and it said be, it literally says be you. And it just, I just love it because that's all I ever wanted for myself because for so long, I don't think I was the true me you know I was just going along like a uh, living life and and doing the things that were quote-unquote supposed to do and I never really sat to think about who am I really and you know now that I've hit midlife I'm really starting to decide like what do I want for me and for my life and for our life. And, and who do I really truly want to be? It's me. I want to be me. I don't want to be anybody else. I don't want to look like anybody else. I don't want to sound like anybody else. I don't want to do anything like anybody else. I just want to be and do me. And I totally get that. So the question that comes (laughs) to my head is, well, who have you been being? (laughs) Like, if you want to be you, who have you been being in the past? I think I've been, a version of myself that was what other people expected. Tell us more. You know, you try to be the perfect wife and the perfect mother and the perfect daughter. And you realize that I realize that I can't be perfect everything. And I might do things that people don't like, or I might, people might um, see me as 
something else or somebody else or, you know, she does this because of this without even knowing who I, you know, they don't know who I truly am and what I do and why I do things. So it's like, I, I can't live my life anymore worrying about that and what other people expect of me and what, you know, well, if I do this, what's somebody going to think or what, like, I just can't do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. Oh boy, if we opened up a can of worms, <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. And I, because this is what happens. Like, you know, what I hear all the time is, well, just be yourself. And it's like, when you said it to a person, it's like, well, who have I been being, you know, the past couple of decades? And I think you kind of alluded to it is you were being who you thought you should be yes. based on upbringing, society, religion, cultures, family, friends, everything else. And I think that's when we get into our head and then we try to be perfect. We have to look a certain way or dress a certain way or live in a certain size house or drive a certain size car, drive our, send our kids to a certain college. Like all those external things, I think, define us. And we create a level of living, I think, that just creates so much stress and pressure. And I think when we get to this point, it's like, for what? So you get the nice things, but is it really giving you that joy? And I think that's part of kind of what you're alluding to is being authentic, being the authentic you. I think when people say like, be you, it's like, well, who have I been being? I think if you're listening to this and you really take some time to really get honest with yourself, you weren't truly and consistently being the real you, you weren't truly and consistently following your heart and doing what lights you up mm. and being who you were created to be. Now, I know sometimes in that journey, we're like, we think because we went to school and got a certain degree or education, like that defines us. So like, if you're an accountant, I'm an accountant. If you're a, um, an attorney, you're an attorney. If you're a doctor, you're a doctor. It's like, that's who I am. So our identities get caught up or a mom, like I'm a mom. And it's like, no, I think it's like the facets of a diamond, but that's part of who you are, but it's not really who you are in your authentic self. And I think when we identify with the external things, instead of going within and discovering who do I really want to be? How do I want to live? How do I want to show up in this world? And it could be, I want to show up as a wonderful mother, a wonderful father. But what does that look like? Am I doing it from my heart? Because this is who I'm called to be and who I want to be? Or am I doing it from my head thinking this is what a perfect mom does or a perfect dad does. I think one of the greatest gifts, and you and I talk about this all the time, is showing our kids it's okay to be imperfect. Mm. Like, you know, we see it, you know, our kids are teenagers. Um, our oldest is 20. But there's so much pressure on these kids to want to know. And it's, it's always like the next step, like, right, when you're in high school, where are you going to college? You're in your college, you know, what are you studying? What do you want to do? You know, if you're, once you're out, you know, what you got a girlfriend, you're going to get married. Like it, it's always like chasing the, the carrot on the stick. And it's like, why can't we just be happy and know that where I am today is perfect and I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that's so true. There's so much pressure nowadays for, I mean, everybody, like Joe said about 
you know, our, our kids. And I don't know how, I don't understand how everybody expects an 18 year old to know what they want to do for the rest of their lives. I mean, I literally, I what in my past life, <laughs> past life. Yeah, my Which... past, before, before I was a mom and a wife and now when I was younger, pastor, <laughs> when I was younger, I, I was a career counselor and an academic advisor at a college. And these kids would come into me having no clue of what they wanted. And here's me on the other side of the desk, funny, <laughs> thinking this is what I wanted. And then I realized this is not what I want. And I was 30 something, you know, my early 30s then. And I'm like, here they are not knowing anything, tr being pressured into trying to figure something out. And here I am because I was that. 18 year old being pressured trying to figure something out and now i thought i figured it out what? and i did not and it was not a pleasant experience oh yes it was not a pleasant experience <laughs> for let me give you a little insight into our world every sunday night about <laughs> 10 30 11 o'clock all of a sudden natalie would have like i don't want to say an anxiety attack but kind of I, I I don't know how to label it, but it was like all this, uh, like I don't want to go to work tomorrow, and I hate it, and uh, all this stuff would come I would up. Cry a lot, right? And she would cry a lot. <laughs> um, and I would sit there and go, you know what? Monday comes every week, and you know this is how you feel. Like, why can't we have this conversation at like seven o'clock? Right? Why do we have? It's always about eleven, <laughs> right? Why do we have to wait till like right when we're going to bed? Because now we got to deal with this, and now we got to get you to a place where you feel comfortable, you feel happy. And we could have done that like four hours ago. But, you know, for those of you who are out there who, you know, if you're in a relationship and you're a guy, you know, just try and put yourself in their shoes. Like, don't judge them because they're just different creatures um, in a good way, um, in many ways, much better than us. But just understand, OK, like what's going on and, and just be there to love them and, and support them. But not to digress. Right. And I think you're spot on is that this pressure that. And if we look back at it, that pressure was on us, too. Yeah. Right. Like That's why I was go? on the other side of that desk, right. not being very happy. Right. And, but if you, <laughs> you think about that, right, there's something called the midlife crisis that a lot of people go through. And I know if you're listening to this, either you've gone through it yourself or you know someone that you're related to or you're very close to that's gone through that. And if you really think of it, like you said, 18. OK, what are you going to do the rest of your life? Oh, you know what? I'm going to go to be an accountant. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be a chiropractor, whatever it may be. And then you do that thinking that's going to make it good. I'm going to make the big bucks. I'm going to get married. And then you do all that stuff that you're quote unquote supposed to do that you've been indoctrinated with. And then you get there and go, well, wait a minute. Why don't I really feel at peace? Why don't I really feel at joy? Why am I going to this job that I freaking hate? Right. And it's like, you get, most people call it a midlife crisis. I call it a midlife calling. I think it's like God's wake up call going, you know, you were created for much more than this. That doesn't mean that you have to go save the world, but it's like you were created to create the life that you desire in your heart, whatever that is for you. And nobody can tell you what that should be. It drives me crazy when I, when I see parents saying, you know, well, I was a chiropractor and you're going to be a chiropractor or, you know, I didn't know someone I'm related to that he was given two options. It's like you either become a, a doctor or an engineer and there are two siblings. One became the doctor, one became an engineer and both hate it. And I'm like, you know what? 
no, it's your journey. It's your life. And I think true love, you know, I'm learning this more and more as a parent mm -hmm. is saying you're smart enough. You will figure it out. Just follow your heart. Listen to what your true heart desires is and then follow that and your life will work out perfectly. Now, go ahead. Well, I'm going to say like, you know, many people are in jobs that they're not happy with, but they needed to pay the bills. Let's just be real about that. You know, that's reality. But that could be okay. That, that could be your job. That's what you have to pay the bills. But there's other things you could do with your life that will bring you that joy outside of that. You know, it doesn't have to be just your career that we're talking about. And, and I agree. I don't believe, you know, people like, OK, well, I, I realize this is what I do want with the rest of my life. So I'm going to quit and yeah. go join the circus tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about it because, you know, I think we're a perfect example. Right. I was a chiropractor and I knew I wanted to do something more with my life. I, and I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I wasn't really getting the joy in being a chiropractor, mm -hmm. it was very frustrating for me. Long story short, because I I found out that most people's physical ailments were a result of unmanifested emotional stress in their life. And so no matter how great adjustment I gave, a lot of people would feel good. And then they'd come back three days later or a week later with the same problem. Um, you know, some who did heal and they did great. But there were a lot of people and I took it because I truly want to help people and make a difference. And I took it as I was a failure. And so I got to the point like, wait, this isn't really working for me. Mm -hmm. And then I went on this journey and we had bills to pay. We had mortgage, car payments, all that. <laughs> so I didn't just quit, no. but I found ultimately what I wanted to do. And then I slowly transitioned out of that. So, you know, I believe and I think it comes down to beliefs, because if you believe you can't do what you love and pay your bills, then that's kind of going to be your reality. But I believe that you can do what you love what brings you joy and make the living that you truly desire in your heart. Again, whatever that is. So I think a lot of times we have to examine our beliefs yeah. about where we're at and about life, about jobs, about careers, about purpose, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you caught me off guard. Right. You just like stopped. Well, <laughs> you, like you just said the other day, you just keep going and then you, <laughs> your brain goes and your mouth stops. So no, right. Anyway. But no, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a journey, let me tell you. And it's all about, and we've actually done an episode on this about joy and it's just really finding what brings you joy in this world and doing it because it's something that is truly what you want in your heart. Um, and that's the thing, like I said, talking about before, that's, you know, how I kind of was going through life being, you know, at what everybody else expected. And that's why getting back to that story, I, that's why I was on the other side of that desk being very unhappy because that's kind of what I felt I was expected to do. You know, when I graduated high school and I went to college, I'm like, I had no idea what I wanted to major in, right? I had no clue. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just major in psychology because it's interesting. <laughs> like, like that was it. And, you know, and that's, you know, how I ended up working at the college because then I went for my master's because I'm like, all right, well, what am I going to do now? I'm going to have to go to more school to do more. So, yeah, it's it's just it's just just be you. I want to be me. And that's why I'm here. And, you know, this morning I'm actually 
I, I was proud of myself because I got up this morning and I went for my walk and I never would do that on Thanksgiving morning. But part of being me is feeling good. And yeah. I want to feel good every day. And that's the biggest thing too about our podcast is getting better with age. Right. right. So we actually were watching a movie this morning um, called Nyad. It was about Diana Nyad, you know, the one who swam from Cuba to Florida and she said after she finished, she she was what sixty something. I believe. And um, she's like, it's never too late to do something that you want to do. Like, and it's so true. Right. Well, and again, that goes to the beliefs. Oh, we're getting too old. I can't do this. Time has passed me by. I just have to hang in there till I retire. And I think you know what you were saying is that it really comes down to creating the life the way you want it to be. Now. That doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen in life that are going to make life a little challenging. But I think we get to respond to those things. We get to choose who we want to be in the face of that adversity. You know, for so long, life would throw something at me and I would like almost fight it. And it's like, I don't want this. I don't like this. What do I got to do to fix it? Make it go away. And it, it was almost like I was running against the current. And I wish I could say I'm totally, you know, letting go and completely there. And this is something I'm still currently working on. But I've learned and I'm learning more and more every day to just like let go. And it's like, who do I want to be in the face of this? Because, again, you talk a lot about guilt. I think when you grow up a certain way and, you know, we both grew up, you know, Italian, Roman Catholic, and there's a lot of guilt. You have to be this way. Like you have to go this and you have to call and you have to visit and you have to do this and you have to like all the things that sometimes go against like, no, I just want to say no. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and I want to be at peace with saying no. And I think that comes down to being your true self. Like sometimes I think your, your higher self, no, it's okay to tell people, no, sorry, I, I can't make it today. And I believe that if those people truly love you, they will allow you to have your journey. I was having a conversation. Uh, my mother went for a colonoscopy yesterday. And so we went to lunch afterwards and we're having a conversation and she was talking about friends and, you know, how at that age or a lot of ages, like friends are your friends, as long as it's convenient for them. So she had these friends and she was saying, Oh, they're friends. And all of a sudden, you know, one husband got in a car accident and they couldn't go out and do things. And their friend basically like dropped them. And they were like really good friends for years. And the wife was like, you know, I want to reach out and continue to talk. And she reached out multiple times and they kept making excuses. And the husband was basically like, fuck them. <laughs> like, he's like, you know what? Everything we did for them and how we were there when they needed us now, when we're down, you know, now they're now they deserted us, you know, screw them. Yeah, she told me that story too. Okay, well, day. my mother tells the same story. <laughs> she asked four me what times. I would do. Yes. Would you call? Yes. Would you call one more time? Yes. So um, I think the point is that do what feels right in your heart. And I'm a big believer that treating people the way you want to be treated. And if other people aren't loving you and treating you, and you know those people, and you try and reach out and have a comfort, and they continue not to respect you or honor you or value, I see nothing wrong with saying bye-bye. You know, and I think when you do that from your heart, like that's how I say it. I call it, release them with love. Like, mm -hmm. hey, you know what? this relationship is no longer working for you or it, it's only when it's convenient for you, then, you know, I wish you all the best on your journey. I really, really do. It's just, I don't want you on my playground anymore. And I think when you can do that without the judgment, mm -hmm. without the vitriol, oh, they did this, they did that because that anger, that frustration I saw with, the, with 
um, with my uncle. He went through, there was a family situation. I won't go into detail, but he had so much rage in him. And literally he developed cancer mm. and he was gone within eight months. And, and I know with 100% certain, it was the rage that he felt, the anger, the venom, which was just stored in his body. And just, and what he got, he got cancer, a disease that ate up his digestive system. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm a big believer with my dad. I've had friends who passed from cancer that, you know what? What you think, what you focus on is energy. And if you store that negative energy in your body, it's going to manifest somewhere somehow. Oh, yeah. And, and watch what you say. Words are powerful. And I've, I've talked about this before on a, on an episode with um, talking about my mom, where she used to say all the time because her friend died of cancer early on, you know, in her early 60s, I believe. And she would say, if I get sick, I don't want to know. She would say that all the time. Guess what? She got sick Diagnosed and she didn't know. Alzheimer's. She got sick and she didn't know. I, I firmly words are powerful. I firmly believe it. It's mm-hmm. it's the energy behind the words. Um, because I think sometimes people are like, well, I say this, you know, am I gonna die? Like I had I said something stupid. No, if it's a one time, it's not yeah. a big deal. But if you're saying that over and over and you truly feel it, and I call it embody, like you feel that energy in your body, you gotta watch out. And I think that's why it's so important to like Diana Nyad, if you watch that movie, she was like, I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, she's there was no doubt in her mind. And boy, did she have obstacles like she didn't do it the first time. I didn't ever knew this. I knew she tried and failed, but I know it was she succeeded on the fifth time. So there were four times where she tried over a 30 year period and she failed. And everybody around her told her to quit, give up. You could die. And she had it in her Mm -hmm. mind. She believed that she could do it and she did it. And but was it? Did she have challenge after oh challenge? God, she like bit by jellyfish and stuff, right. and, and sharks, right. and right. so if <laughs> if you want to watch a movie about the power of the human mind, the human will, the human spirit, definitely check this movie out because it shows you if this woman in her sixties could create such a huge feat. Yeah, we're, we're not talking. Like, I'm watching this going. She swam 100 miles. That's like from here down the shore. What was it? 100 102, I think. 102, 102 miles. And I'm like, like that. I, don't I couldn't swim five laps in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this woman can swim <laughs> hundreds of miles over without sleeping. I think it was what, 52 hours straight without sleeping, without stopping. Well, that's like just stepdad is 88 years old and every summer he swims you know even when they go to florida he swims his laps right for like a half hour, half hour right back minutes. and forth back and forth and i'm like i tried to do like a few laps one time <laughs> i'm like oh my god i'm like he's 88 right. years old and he does it religiously right. and it, it's an important <laughs> part of his life of his fitness right and his health and because of that his attitude is great his spirit is great he's very positive very uplifting and I think that's, you know, kind of what we wanted to bring to this podcast is that, hey, we're all at that crossroads in our life and it can go one way or the other. But ultimately, it's really up to you to decide how do you want to create the next chapter of your life? Do you want to buy into the crap that everybody else is saying? Well, better days are behind us. You know, it's just all downhill from here. I'm just getting older, so I just got to suck it up. Or do you want to say, like, be like Diane and I or be like my stepdad or anybody else that you see around you who is full of life, and full of vim and vigor. And you're just like, hey, if they can do it, 
why can't I? And we truly know that you can if you want to, but it's up to you to make it happen. And you already are your best you. It's just a matter of you believing it and then aligning your thoughts, words, and actions with who you were created to be. Yeah, I kind of feel like we were like a little over the place with this episode because that was kind of like the point yeah. of just winging it. But really what it all comes down to is just living from your heart. Yeah, and there is and a being essential theme. authentic. Yeah, there is a central theme. If you go back and listen to this, there's a theme is be your true self. Decide who you want to be and then go be it. And if you're having trouble, find someone who has already succeeded at mm. whatever you want to do and learn from them, model them, have them mentor you. Because one of the things we live in a universe and a world where I believe is full of possibilities. But again, I believe it. And if you believe you can do it, that's the first step. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Then you have to go take the actions, do the work, take the necessary steps to make it happen. And when you do, I think just like Diana and I had, it's a slam dunk. It may be full of adversity, of challenges, but I think that's what makes it so much sweeter when you finally get there. So absolutely, that's all I got today. That's Anything where else? The joy comes in. Anything else? No. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right. So finishing words. Well, listen, um, it is a joy for me every week to come here and to speak to whoever's listening out there. This is one thing that I can say I do for my heart and brings me joy. And I just appreciate and today's Thanksgiving, and I'm just grateful for all of you that do listen to us every week. It really warms my heart and my soul. Right. So if this resonated with you, can you do us a favor and just pass it along to someone you know who can get value from it? And then if you have any questions like, hey, this totally resonated, I feel lost, I don't know where to go, what to do next, you know, reach out to Natalie and I. Um, our information is down below in the description, and then we will do our best to support you. All right. We love and appreciate you. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye.